0: Alright, welcome everybody to episode 3 of Legal Hand to the Face. I am that fat guy, and to my left is Big Brad Brad.
1: Howdy.
0: And we are going today to discuss the uh, CBS Sports uh, Pete Prisco, right? I think it is what it is.
1: That would be it's right. top
0: 100 players, and how the Browns got shafted. Yeah. Um, also, at the end of the show, we're going to... We're going to have Brian do his trivia question here in a second to me. Mm-hmm. And then uh, at the end of the show, we're going to change it up a little bit, and we're going to do what we like to do, also talk a little bit of food. So you're two fat guys' tanks on some food. So you guys should enjoy this because it's going to be interesting. So I'm going to ship it over here to Big Brian to get the trivia question
1: going. I'm getting hungry already. All right, so this trivia question came about when you started talking a little trash to me about Michigan's former quarterback, the great, the wonderful, the incomparable Jay Patterson, or- and how you started <laughs> ripping him to shreds. Oh. i sure he's a nice guy. He's not a great football player, but he could be an NFL championship after this year. We don't know that. So...
0: On that point, okay. So what behind the curtain? What Brian's alluding to is before Shea Patterson got picked <laughs> up by what was it? Uh, Chiefs, Chiefs, the Chiefs. Chiefs. Yeah, he's probably going to win a championship. Yeah, absolutely. He was the only... Chad Henne. Chad. <laughs> Chad <laughs> Henne. <laughs> Shea Patterson was the only person that was invited to the combine that <laughs> wasn't drafted or picked up as a rookie blackballed
1: he, got black he, he bald. wasn't
0: black he was the fastest quarterback at the combine that should help for something right
1: <laughs> okay so that being said this trivia question has absolutely nothing to do with shea patterson thank god or any michigan quarterback but i threw a dart back at you talking about how eddie george is in the hall of fame and trying to get under his skin a little bit i said what a terrible average run, average yard per carry Eddie George had. He was even worse than I thought. He was under four yards per carry. So the greatest thing Eddie George had going for him was the fact that he was durable and, you know, which is a great quality to have in the NFL, but it's not like he was a great running back. So don't give me that crap. So I started looking and I started investigating.
0: Heisman Trophy winner, Eddie George.
1: Yeah, I think maybe that had something to do with it. Um, So... I started looking at, okay, he's got a terrible yard average yard per rush. Who's got some of the best average yard per carry? And so I started looking, and guys at the top of the list generally, as we know, are quarterbacks because they scramble a lot. And so according to this list that I have right here, the number one guy is Michael Vick. The number two guy is Randall Cunningham. We're taking all the quarterbacks out. So Michael Vick, Randall Cunningham, Lamar Jackson, uh, Cam Newton's number six. We're taking those guys out. (laughs) So we're just looking at running backs here. And so of the top five running backs who gained the most yards per rush, three of them are Cleveland Browns, which blew my mind. So, I'm asking you to name those three of the top five all time in average yard per carry.
0: Oh, geez, really? Yep. You're throwing that one at me? Yep. Wow. I mean, it shouldn't it be
1: too difficult if you're a true Browns fan.
0: That's good. Well, I mean, all right, we'll get into it later. Mm-hmm. we i have to think about this one a little bit, because I could get one, maybe two. The third yep. one might be a little iffy, yep. but uh, we'll go with that. Okay. So right now we're going to dive into uh, Pete Frisco's wonderful top 100 NFL players. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying, too. And, you know, we sit here and we go through the top ten. What do we got for the top ten? We got Pat Mahomes at number one. Easy choice. Yeah, one. of course. You got Aaron Donald, number two. Go figure that one. You got, uh, let's see here, Russell Wilson, number three. Michael Thomas, number four. Ohio State. Uh, <clears throat> Christian McCaffrey. Stephon Gilmore. Lamar Jackson. Chandler Jones. Cleo Mack. And A. A. Ron Yep. So, you know, out of the top ten, is there anybody there that you got, like, a problem with being there? Because I do. Okay. Because my, start biggest, soft. my biggest problem is, yes, Lamar Jackson did great last year, and it was okay. Dude still hasn't proven anything yet. Yeah, he's an MVP because he can run with them all. Okay? Yes, he's done great things since he's came in. He's not to that status yet. He shouldn't be in that list. And also, I think Chandler Jones should be in that list. I think you know there's a couple other people that should be up there a little higher than what those two are. I, you know, I mean, now, granted, don't get me wrong. I think Lamar Jackson, top twenty-five, top twenty. Yeah, okay, I'll give him that. Mm-hmm. Same with Chandler Jones. Yeah, top ten. Eh. Uh, it's it's hard for me to swallow, especially when you're sitting there looking at uh, Cleo Mack, who is just a devastating force, right? And carries his own team. Then you got Aaron Rodgers down here. Let's see. Let's see who's a little bit past ten. Let's just scroll down here. Let's see. Drew Brees. Drew Brees out in the top yeah, 10 right. and 11. You got Joey Bosa. You got Julio Jones. Quentin Nelson. How is Quentin Nelson not in the top 10? That kid is money.
1: Disrespect? Because of the uh, position he It's plays.
0: just, well, yeah, because he plays guard. T.J. Watt. <laughs> Ezekiel Elliott. Uh, George Kittle. Yeah, I can see. T- Tom Brady at 19 uh and Travis Kelsey at twenty, so I, I I can see some of these guys, but we got to figure out where our Browns guys are at, right? Right. So what what's our highest Browns number that we got there, Big bro You got well, the list.
1: Let me say, uh, you know, since you have a couple guy a couple gripes in the top ten, I have a couple gripes as well. And here's something that I'm unsure of, and it's not really clear on if this list is the top ten players in the NFL currently, or the top 10 guys in 2019? Just looking at that one season. So if you're just looking at that one season, I don't have as much problems with the top 10 as I would if you're talking about the NFL right now. Pat Mahomes, easy number one. Aaron Donald, easy number two. Russell Wilson, yeah, you might like who you like, but he's been solid for years and He's certainly one of the best quarterbacks. He plays one of the most important positions in the NFL. Do you so, not like Russell Wilson? No, I love Russell Wilson. I think he's Is it great. because he's
0: short? Is that no. is that your problem? You no. got a short band complex?
1: I don't like Johnny Manziel, but we'll get to that plenty. Of <laughs> um, so, you know, you all are going to say I'm a Buckeye hater. Bring it on. This guy to my right is going to say I'm oh, okay. Are you talking about Michael? Michael Th- Thomas. Are if he- you're talking one season, 2019, okay, he should be top five. He had a phenomenal year. He probably should have got MVP votes based on the numbers that he put up. His stats were unbelievable. All right? Not taking anything away from him. But you're telling me Michael Thomas at number four and the next closest receiver is Julio Jones at number 14? And then the next closest receiver is Chris Godwin at 29. You're telling me Michael Thomas is that much better than these other guys? Oh, okay.
0: Let's let's bring back the Ohio
1: State hate here yeah. a little bit, okay? Yeah.
0: So I understand where you're coming from and what you're saying. But if you got, right now, in this NFL, you got to score a touchdown. Out of all those guys there, who are you throwing it to?
1: Let's there's see. probably four tight
0: ends yeah. I'd throw it to. Well, yeah, you, well, you're a tight end lover. I'm saying, if you have to throw to one of those wide receivers, who's going to come down with that catch? And guess what? Michael Thomas has come down with those catches. And, and this is not Ohio State love because I understand where you're coming from because there's nobody else there except for Drew Bies and Michael Thomas, and he's just going to throw to Michael Thomas all right. the time. But as soon as Michael Thomas came out, he started this whole trend as soon as he got drafted. And it just escalated from there. Yes, he's got a great quarterback. If he goes to any other team with a crappy quarterback, is he going to be great? Who knows? But he's got Drew Brees thrown to him, so you can't be upset about that.
1: Yeah, and if I can make this comparison, and it might upset some Buckeye fans.
0: Am I going to throw my headset?
1: No. No, it's it's not that degrading, but here's how I view Michael Thomas. I see Michael Thomas as a bigger version of Jarvis Landry. Are you upset with that comparison? I know you don't want uh, to hate on Jarvis Landry, but tell know, me what, Michael Thomas, tell you're, me you're what Michael Thomas does better than Jarvis Landry. And I'm, and by the way, on this top 100 list, not to give away everything, but Jarvis Landry is not on there. Jarvis Landry is in the honorable mention. So he's somewhere between 100 and 120, even though he had one of the best career years
0: he, he had a better year than odell and odell's rate, right which is yeah comical yeah but okay i see where you're coming from and yet if let's put this if jarvis was a couple inches taller uh, i can see that i i can definitely see but
1: oh you're killing me with this. <laughs> i hate it when you do this so series. my argument is yes michael thomas put up some great numbers but he was in, and since he came out and was drafted by the Saints, he's been in the best possible situation for a wide receiver. He's been with a Hall of Fame quarterback. Probably, probably. You can't hate on
0: him for that. For, no, I'm not.
1: I'm not. I'm. I'm not taking anything away from him. But it is what it is. He's been with a Hall of Fame quarterback. Drew Brees is probably the most accurate quarterback in the NFL history. What he complete. 74% of yeah. his passes. Now, you give Michael credit, Michael Thomas credit for catching all those balls, and he had one of the highest catch rates in the NFL, but he's catching balls across the middle for 10, 12 yards. He's moving the chains. No. He's getting more targets than anybody else in the league. All right, so how about, how
0: about this? Let's say we'll take Michael Thomas out of four,
1: Okay. and we put him
0: down at nine. Is that better? Who, who? So I'm just I'm just curious. Trying to take, I mean, I, I, if trying, you,
1: trying to take bias out of it. Who would you rather have, Michael Thomas, Julio Jones, DeAndre Hopkins? I think those are the top three guys in my mind.
0: Well, I mean, at the time, it's Michael Thomas right now. It's I, I'm not taking anything away from the other ones. But for me personally, well, it's, it's a hard state, yeah, whatever. You're going to pull that out of me,
1: okay? But no,
0: I, I honestly think it's Michael Thomas because it, it's with the other ones. Yes, they're they're fantastic. I'm not saying they're not. It's just I, I he's the best right now. And guess what? It goes in waves because guess what? Next year, he can blow out his knee or anything of that nature, and just he could be done. I mean, look at the best wide receivers that we've had so far in their careers. And you sit there and you look. There's one that could have been, hands down, the greatest and retired at the age of like 26 or whatever it was. And that was Megatron. Mm -hmm. I mean, that unreal, unreal what he did. And he just said, "Ah, I don't want to play anymore. (laughs) He could could have been probably one of the best wide receivers we've ever seen. But it's one of those ones. You'll never know. And guess what? We'll never know, because I don't think Michael Thomas is leaving New Orleans anytime soon.
1: Well, we might find out, because Drew Brees has one, maybe two years left. Yes, but So they, we, we can revisit this argument in a couple of years, and when Michael Thomas has Taysom Hill or Jameis Winston throwing him the ball, and if he's still putting up these numbers, and right. I'll say, okay, that's an unbelievable job on him. Hey,
0: with Jameis Winston... He might throw 500 interceptions, but he's going to throw 500 <laughs> touchdowns, all right? So, so the top 10, you know, those were our gripes. No
1: huge, yeah. And I, have, We talk about Michael Thomas, and I like to get under your skin a little bit, but I, I don't have a huge gripe with that. I just think he's more along the lines of these other guys. He shouldn't be 10 spots ahead of Julio Jones. He shouldn't be 25 spots ahead of DeAndre Hopkins. I think he should be right in line with those guys, maybe you give him a little extra bump because he had the record-setting season that he did last year. So, you know, I think yours and mine, because we are biased, our biggest gripe with this list and Pete Prisco is the fact that, how are you going to disrespect the Browns like this? I understand they didn't have the most productive season around, but we'll get into it, but I have a big problem with where they had Nick Chubb and how far down they had him. Christian McCaffrey, number five.
0: 71. Okay. All right.
1: Christian McCaffrey is a special player. I'll give you that. And the way he's using that offense, nobody else could fit in the way he is. But here are the running backs ahead of Nick Chubb. Christian McCaffrey, number five. Ezekiel Elliott, number 17, who we can argue again, he went to the best possible place that he could have gone. Yeah. With that offensive line, yeah. you know, look at the offensive line between Ezekiel Elliott and Nick Chubb. It's it's night and day from last year. Ezekiel Elliott's 17. Nick Chubb is 71. And so he put up better numbers with a worse offensive line. And I understand you got to factor in catching the ball, which they hardly ever threw the ball to Nick Chubb. And why would you when you have Kareem Hunt also in your backfield? So the fact that Nick Chubb is all the way down at 71, that's the biggest, that's the most disrespectful thing of the whole list.
0: Yeah, and especially with how many yards he had last year and the production that he had as a running back.
1: Yeah. And,
0: you know, I understand. Let's see here. Who else? Derrick Henry. Yeah, I can see Derrick Henry. I can see Alvin Kamara. I mean, the guys that are in front of him are are great running backs. But it's just – Nick Chubb is great. I'm not saying Nick Chubb's not great, but it's. He doesn't talk, and so he doesn't get the pride uh, I know, gets. I know. He's a quiet soul. But what I'm you know, you sit there and look at it, you know, running backs have just taken a backseat in the NFL. They really have. Until this year, when you're starting to see the run be offered more than the past. You know, you watch San Francisco, you watch all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So as we're looking at this list, that he's got a. You got Joe Mixon behind him at seventy three, man. It, it's 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 tough. I I think honestly, Chubb should be in the top fifty.
1: Not he C, he not... should be he should be in the top twenty.
0: Yeah,
1: he's getting, he's getting disrespect. <coughs> he had what was the problem with the Browns offensive line last year? Obviously, we think Baker was a major issue what was a lot of Baker's issues last year, not having having time to throw. And so for Nick Chubb, should have been the rushing leader last year, other than a terrible performance in Week 17 against the Cincinnati Bengals where the team basically gave up. If all he had to do was get, what, 70, 80 yards in that game, and he would have been the rushing leader. And Derrick Henry goes out and puts up a giant number and surpasses him. Nick Chubb, with that offensive line, should have led the league in rushing, and you're going to have him down. You know, the fact that you have him down at 71, okay, I have an issue with that, that you have him that low. But the fact that you have, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six guys ahead of him, you have him as the seventh best running back in the NFL, give me a break. Caffrey's great. Zuki is great. Barkley, Kamara, Dalvin Cook, Henry, and Chubb. Those are the guys. That's the order, and so the fact that Chubb is not planted firmly in the middle of that list, I have a problem with. I can understand being behind McCaffrey because he does so much for that. And offense. Kamara, and Kam- but they don't even they don't even use Kamara. Kamara's splitting carries with uh, uh, Latavius Murray, and so and Kamara's, Ch- Kamara's more of a receiver to me. He's a freak athlete. but, yeah, the but, fact- but
0: isn't Chubb splitting uh, every time with Kareem Hunt? So you got you, you got a way to wait. so I'm sorry uh, I know you no, you are no, very no, passionate about up. this I'm you you, up. you just hey deep breath come ten okay right. so now we're going to go into the wide receivers
1: mm-hmm. and this is
0: where I got a problem with okay because you're sitting here looking at uh, we're going to get past Michael Thomas he can say whatever he wants to say <laughs> but you sit here you got fourteen you got Julio Jones you got Chris Godwin at twenty nine you got DeAndre Hopkins what at thirty one. You got Tyreek Hill at 43. You got Evans at 45, which I love Evans, by the way. You yeah, know that. yeah. You got AJ Green at 63, and you got OBJ at 64. And guess where's Juice? Is? Where's Juice? Juice isn't on the list. Outside. How is Juice? Hold up. I want you. I want to bring up the bottom of the list, okay? And this is what you haven't brought up yet. You know, you're, you're worried about the OBJ thing. I've Juice had more yards than OBJ. And he's sitting he's getting passed up at ninety seven by Cooper Cup. Right? DJ Cooper Shark. Cooper Cup. DJ Shark, baby. He, what what's joke. another one? Stefan Diggs at ninety one. How is Jarvis Landry not on this? I don't care if he's like ninety nine. How is he not on the list? How has he been passed over?
1: And you have plenty of people making <coughs> the argument, especially in Cleveland, that he's our number one receiver. I mean, we know the talent Odell Beckham has, but Jarvis Landry has been more consistent. He's been more healthy. He's been more consistent. So that's one of the main things you're looking for when you're looking for a receiver. I mean, he he didn't... OBJ dropped a lot of balls last year. Jarvis Landry did not. He was open more. He was more of a team guy. And so we know as Browns fans what he means to the Cleveland Browns. He's We've, a seen leader.
0: It. We've seen it for years.
1: Right. He's a leader. He's more of a team guy. He's more consistent. You can count on him more. So we know that he should be at least close to the top fifty. You know, I'm not saying he's better than A.J. Green, who's had a heck of a career, uh, Mike Evans, Tyree Hill, and that their systems, they've worked out, but. Landry just doesn't get credit he deserves.
0: Yeah, and uh, see the thing is, is I don't understand—is it over overall or production? Because guess what—he's more productive than OBJ, and yet he's not on the list. But OBJ is. How is OBJ on the list and Jarvis Landry is not? Do
1: That's, you do you have a problem with OBJ at sixty-four? Then that would be my next question.
0: Honestly, after last year, I do. I, I seriously do because guess what—he came here. Great, he was hurt. All right, we're going. We're okay. We're going to talk both Juice and OBJ were hurt. With, just be honest. They were not right,
1: right all year. They both had surgery. They both they had have.
0: surgery and the offseason and everything. They're not right. But would I have OBJ right now in my top 100? No.
1: Really? And
0: I hate to say it, but no. Because guess what? He got 1,000 yards on a crap year. And guess what? 100 of those 1,000 yards came on a slant in the Jets game. Like, I, I don't understand, but uh, let's be serious okay. about it. We were expecting OBJ to come in here and catch everything. And Freddie Kitchens made Baker forced the ball to OBJ to get him touches. And it was like we would see flashes of old OBJ of like, wow, this kid is special. Look, look at this. And then we get flashes of him on the sidelines going, well, that just fucking sucked. I mean, let's be honest. Mm-hmm. With Juice, he is consistent, and it was just like every time he was open, he would actually catch them. There were times I watched Landry, I watched the ball, or, uh, oh, no, Mm -hmm. I watched the ball hit him in the hands and just fall on the ground. He's supposed to have the best hands on the team, showing all these one-handed catches and everything else, and he gets hit in the hands, and it just falls on the ground.
1: Mm -hmm. You know, we talk about how big a year this is for (sighs) Baker and – Certainly, it is. It's a make-or-break year, in my opinion. It could also be a make-or-break year for OBJ. You know, he's didn't have a good year last year. Everybody saw it. And by the way, just to point to how great he is and his potential, the fact that he did have a thousand yards and it was a down year, you know, it just goes to show you. Yeah, what but how many touchdowns did he
0: have? Right,
1: what we should expect from him. Yeah, and so. There's so much going on last year between Freddie Kitchens and the offense and trying to force the ball and, you know, OBJ not showing up to voluntary workouts. And it was just, it made my head hurt thinking about it and talking about it all the time. And so now's the time for him to go out and put up or shut up time. I mean, you don't pay. So let's see. He's on this list. He's the ninth receiver. You don't pay the ninth receiver in the league. 15, 16, 20. He might be making $20 million this year. I don't know. And so he needs to be up there in the top 50, top five receivers in the league in order to justify us paying him that amount. And, it, you know, I kind of have a problem with Chris Godwin being number 29. You know, he's not even the number one receiver on his own team. Mike Evans is number 48, and he's. Give me a break. I don't think. I don't understand that one. But back to the OBJ point, he needs to be the guy that he was in New York. Because if he's not, then they should get rid of him. They can get that somewhere else.
0: Yeah, and I, and I understand what you're saying about, yeah, he got 1,000 yards. But guess what? Today's NFL, 1,000 yards does a cut. It really doesn't. We need him at like twelve to 1,600 yards. We need him to have double-digit touchdowns, not like what? four or five or whatever he had. You know, we need that out of him. We need that production out of him. We need him to be that way. That way it opens up everything else for us.
1: Yeah, and so why did we get him? It's not, we didn't get him because he's the fastest. He's not Tyreek Hill. We didn't get him because he's the biggest. He's not Mike Evans. We get him because he was electric. You know, going back to my thoughts on Eric Metcalf. He is the most electric guy on the field, and so we got him because he can take that slant to the house like we saw with the Jets. Yes, that was one play this whole year. I, can you remember another play no. from him? I no,
0: can't. no. And the, the actually the one play I remember from him the most was one where he caught it, ran out of bounds. It was a beautiful catch. Then he walks over the sideline, sits down, takes his helmet of off because he wasn't feeling good. Right. But you know, it, it is what it is. All right. You know, this is where we're at as Browns fans. We're frustrated. You know, we have the talent now. You know, before we didn't have talent, we we're like, oh, well, we just don't have the talent. Well, we have the talent now. And we're going, why the hell are we not winning? Because we have the talent now. And it's because of stupid lists like this. You say, Oh, okay, best defensive ends. They got Miles Garrett at forty seven. Forty seven. They got both posters over him. They got JJ Watt, who JJ Watt hasn't really completely been healthy in what, three years?
1: I can't. Four remember. years.
0: Let's and now, granted, J.J. Watt's a Hall of Famer.
1: Don't get me wrong. Right, he's on the backside. He's, he's on, on back he's,
0: he's on the backside of his career. Right, Kalus Campbell. Let's see. So, would you? Well, let's just put it this way. Okay, we both. I know both Bosa's. You know both <clears> Bosa's. <both throat> All right. Okay. All right. Would you ha- rather have Miles Garrett over both Bosa's?
1: Uh, I mean that's a hard argument. Uh, that's it's tough to say. Nick Bosa showed so much potential in his first year. He also played in a tremendous system. And not to take anything away from him, because it'll sound like hate for my part. He could be a superstar. He could be just as good as Miles Garrett. He could be better than Miles Garrett. I don't, I don't see how great, you know, Joey Bosa is a good player, solid player. He probably is close to living up to his potential. I don't see him as a difference man. Miles Garrett to me is a different maker. I remember a game a couple years ago against the Raiders, where he is just sucking gas, he is just running on E, he's got nothing left, and he's still making play after play in the run game and also getting after the passer. And we won't talk about how that game finished, where Derek Carr fumbled it and they reversed it, then they kicked the field goal. But Miles Garrett was a beast. He will be the highest paid defensive player at one point in his career, probably soon.
0: And, you know, the thing I like about it is, you know, we had the one in 31 season beginning. All right. He comes in here, he's injured. All right. First game out, still dealing with a high ankle sprain. Goes out, very first place sack. And not like a little sack. He made that defensive tackle look like a Joke. <laughs> All right. He just went out and just did. He did him. And I'm sitting here watch, and when I watch him, you know, we, 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 we've talked about special players, especially with the draft. So with uh dump no, you know, you, you watch certain people and how they react and how they, you know, everybody's down on cloudy because of how cloudy is, because they don't know if he has a work ethic. Okay. This guy has the work ethic and he likes to punish people. <clears throat> no pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> but there's multiple games.
1: That, earmuffs, Mason Rudolph. Earmuffs, earmuffs.
0: <laughs> but there's there's multiple games that I've seen Miles Garrett just take over the offensive line. And not like a little bit take over the offensive line. I've watched the left tackle take two steps and go, oh, shit. <laughs> and then he's on his ass, and Miles Garrett's in the backfield already. Yeah. He is that, but at every sack that he doesn't have, there's multiple times that I see him raising his arm up as the quarterback's throwing the ball. Like he is touching the quarterback every time almost as he's getting ready to throw the ball. There's something special about it. And yes, he should be the highest defensive play, play the eh, defensive player paid in the NFL. Mm-hmm. In my opinion. Mm-hmm. Now you're, you're talking about Boses. Okay. And I got, I got to throw my two cents. Okay. Boses. Yep. Go okay? for it. Boses. Hands down, for Ohio State, great. They're going to be solid players. I honestly do. I think Nick is better than Joey. Probably agree. But Nick played on a defensive line that had a lot of stars with it. So they had to spread out the wealth on that one. Miles Garrett doesn't have that. It's Miles Garrett. They're not afraid of Shelton Richardson. They're not afraid of Olivier Verbin. They're not afraid of Ogan Joby. They're afraid of Miles Garrett. So when this stuff happens, Miles is getting double teamed, triple teamed, chop blocked, everything in this world, and he's still getting in there.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, go back to the Bosa's if you'd like. Um Nick Bosa was a beast and but he was on a defensive line that had such an abundance of talent. Oh, is that real? They traded oh, they traded their fifth best defensive lineman to the Colts for a first round pick <laughs> because they couldn't afford to play, pay all of them because all of them are well in a way higher than their expectations. And so one thing I don't understand about Ohio State's love for Nick Bosa is didn't he quit on the Buckeyes? You hate – you hate Maurice Claret because what he what he did? Whoa. But, uh, I mean what's the what's the difference between Claret and Bosa?
0: Whoa. And didn't he kinda
1: quit didn't he kinda say, Well, you know, I'm not gonna come I'm not gonna try to come back. I'm just gonna pack it in and I'll start looking towards the NFL draft. Your rebuttal, sir.
0: Okay. No, I understand where you're coming from on that. And I <laughs> I you cannot bring Maurice Claret into this. All right. That I man won the a national championship. Alright, so, your little hate about Maurice Claret is going to stop right now, because Sorry. guess what, he wouldn't turn turned pro, they wouldn't let him. Ohio State fucked him over, that's on Ohio State. They had it out for Maurice Claret from day one, and yes, he'd probably act like a normal 20-year-old.
1: Where So where's your relationship, how do you feel about Maurice Claret? Okay. I love Breeze. You do. He won me a national championship. Is that Why not? how is that how most people feel, you think?
0: No, most? probably not. Oh, I, I don't know. I mean We're I'm, getting off on a tangent that we weren't supposed to get off on. We're we off schedule right from now. From an
1: outsider's perspective, I didn't know how Buckeye fans feel about Claret.
0: Okay, well, this is me personally. Okay. Claret was Claret should have been in the Heisman trophy as a freshman. Not I honestly fair.
1: If he was not hurt. Do you remember who won the Heisman? It was a Ron Day that year,
0: 2002. Could have been. I think it might have been Ron run But you're sitting there. He had like 1,600 yards rushing. And he only played a full like five or six games. He got hurt halfway through everything. Really? Because he would just, he was that runner that would be heads down and just run over people. Now we're getting to Maurice you stuff. <laughs> you're, you're killing me here.
1: <laughs> we Okay, so we started this by talking about defensive ends. So let's bring it back. I'm sorry.
0: You. All right, a give it back. Eight. Give
1: it yeah. back. Well, well, I, well I, no, 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 I got to go
0: back to the Bosa's.
1: Okay, all right. All right. I got to
0: go back for the okay, right. right, Bosa's. Go. Go yep. all, right. all right. So I understand what you're saying about Nick. And he went down. I think the thing is, is if we didn't have Chase Young behind Nick, mm-hmm. it would have been different because it would have been like, oh, well, he quit, blah, blah. We had Chase Young. So, it wasn't like we didn't have, a, at the time, a dominant defensive line. Yes, he is the best player. If he would have played that season, I can almost guarantee we would win the championship that year. Homer. I'm going to be a Homer. Because I am a homer. Trevor Lawrence, you
1: beat Sunshine. Hey, he's never went up against Sunshine, has he? The Ohio State Buckeyes did last year. But then, did Nick Bosa? Uh, no, because he quit. Exactly. <laughs> so, he
0: didn't want to invest with sunshine.
1: Well, okay, all right. Well, so we got on a Bosa tangent, Ohio State tangent, sorry. Back, Get back on track. Back to Miles Garrett, 47th best player in the NFL. Let's look at this. I mean, we have Mitchell Schwartz at 41, six spots ahead of, of Miles Garrett. Are you kidding me? Are you telling me you'd rather have Mitchell Schwartz as a right tackle now, don't get me wrong, he's a good right tackle, but is he a difference maker? Are you kidding me? No. I mean, he doesn't smash guys over the head with helmets. I don't
0: Whoa. think. I don't think. Too soon. Too soon. Allegedly? Too Can we soon. Confirm?
1: Can we you confirm that? That he in. did that? Okay. So he did that. All right. Whatever. The whole defense crumbled once he left. And so we have, what is he? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. He's the eighth best defensive end in the game. I think he's top five. Is that what you're telling me? We have guys <laughs> like Daniil, don't call me Danielle Hunter, at 25. 20 spots ahead of Miles Garrett. In case you didn't know, Daniil Hunter is still a free agent. He's still out there. Nobody's signed this guy. And he's at 25, and Miles Garrett is going to get $20, 22000000 million a year. You're telling me he's that much better than him? And so, okay, so let's look at the list. Aaron Donald, absolutely. Wrecking ball, difference maker. Okay, I can concede that. So after that, we have Cameron Jordan. we got the Boses. we got Hunter. J.J. Watt and Calais Campbell, who are two dinosaurs that are on their last leg. I'll take Miles Garrett. So I don't I
0: don't want to be in Browns and mix up anything. you were talking about Cameron Jordan and not uh, Jordan Cameron. Right? Yes, yes. Right, so.
1: uh, we're talking Cameron Jordan. We're not talking Jordan Cameron. Your boy. We don't want to draft him a second time. <laughs> you know, he was taken in the first round. We can't get him in the third round. Just to who was that? Ray Farmer. I have no clue. Or Sasha Brown.
0: It's so long. Who
1: was, Ray, who was before Ray Farmer? Oh,
0: was that the Lombardis? Lombardi do and, mean, uh, do, uh you want,
1: do you want to tell the coquina story? What's, what's... <laughs> how the Browns general manager got led away in handcuffs and nobody knows why. I don't know. You tell me again, off on another tangent, going back to miles Garrett. Number eight, I'll take him over. I'm not, okay. I'll give you the bosses. You got the bosses. You he, keep, should, he should be the top bosses. five. Uh, Jordan uh, Cameron Jordan, sorry, you know, he's proven more than Miles Garrett. Personally, right now, I'll take Garrett, you know. And you got Hunter, you got Watt, you got Campbell. I'll take Garrett all day, every day. Younger, more athletic, beast. Give me him. I don't think there's any GM in the league, even right now. I'm not even talking about future projections. Any GM in the league right now, Miles Garrett, he'd probably be right behind Donald at number two and they have him at 40 seconds. Give
0: me a break. <laughs> All right. So we're gonna wind down the show now. We're gonna get off of this because obviously we cannot keep focused right. on what's going on with it. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna start talking about food. Which is our <laughs> other favorite thing to do. And there'll be other conversations just about food. You know, we, we might have like a little 10-minute snippet of the Indians, and then we'll switch over into food. We have <laughs> the greatest debates ever about food that you guys will just, it'll blow your mind. Like, is bacon a condiment or another beef? Oh, that's, see, that's, that see? can
1: carry a whole show. See,
0: that can carry a whole show. But those are <laughs> little teasers. But for right now, we're going to sit here, we're going to talk about our top three chain Fast food burgers.
1: Okay, all right. So, my issue, not an issue, I just, from, just need some clarification. Okay. Here. Chain, because you you said chain, so are we talking, like, Wendy's, Burger King, McDonald's, something all over the country, In-N-Out Burger, which we don't have here? Are we talking, are we including the small... You know, might have one stand here, one stand there, all across the country.
0: Okay. So, what we're going to do is beforehand, before the top three chain. Okay. Okay. Because we're going to do the national chain. Okay. All all over. So, we're going to do all over. Multiple
1: locations.
0: But we're going to give three shout outs to our favorite burger places here in Northeast Ohio. Okay. All right. So, like, uh, one of mine's in Northwest Ohio, and I'll explain later. Okay. But so let's just say, so we're going to do Northeast Ohio. We love you. Top three shout outs for me. Swenson's is number three. Swenson.
1: How can you go wrong with Swenson's? Uh, you can't go wrong with Swenson's. I've only personally had it a couple times in my life, which is shame on me. Yeah. No. The last time can't I Can't go it, wrong with galley boy. last time I had it was, I don't know, three, four months ago. And I'm still kicking myself in the butt that I haven't been back. So Swenson's totally agree. One of are, a kind.
0: And then you sit here and you look at it, and we have, you know, here in the <clears throat> wonderful up north, we have Brown Bag Burger. Mm. And if you have never had Brown Bag Burger, do it. you have got to go. They have the most phenomenal specialty burgers, and you can make your own. And it is, hands up, my family and I go there at least once a week. We really do, because it is so, so good. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you were actually the one that opened my eyes on Brown Bag Burger because I'm from a little further south, and I didn't know Brown Bag Burger. I think there's a couple locations, right? Yes, yes. So you're right down the road from the North Homestead one. Yes. And so you told me, hey, you got to check this out. Similar to Five Guys, different bun, a little, and that was the difference for me with the bun. The bun was the, bun was, the, bun was, the bun made the difference. Do yourself a favor if you've never been to North Homestead and never been to Five Guys, check it out because you will not be sorry.
0: Yes, and so the last one that we have would have to be what Culver's. Culver's is a national chain. It's in Culver's the a national chain. It's in the Midwest. Okay, well I've never had Culver's, so I can't really speak on Culver's. Mm-hmm. But you know, you sit there looking. We have Five Guys here. We oh, have know. you know. They're all great. But we're talking about the McDonald's. Well, what's what's your place? Give a little shout out. All right. To okay, I got. So, back home. So I I, I sorta of grew up in a little town called Lima, Ohio. And they got a burger joint out there called the CewP. And the Cew is amazing. It is cafeteria style. You walk in, you order your stuff, you get a little tray, you walk through the line, you get your burger at the end of it. Fantasy, you know, from what the fairy tales have told of me, that Wendy's is based off of Cupid because Dave Thomas wanted to buy Cupid and Cupid didn't want to sell. <laughs> but if you can imagine how good Wendy's burgers are, Cupid's are just the same except wow. they don't have a frosty, they have a malt, and it is delicious
1: right a big check i don't know you uh, saying they're better than wendy's are you
0: kidding no me? i said they are the, they're they,
1: wendy's was based off of them yep. so they can't do it quite as good as qp but wendy's kind hey, of had to settle that is hey hold on a,
0: my personal opinion all right my right? personal opinion sure so now we're going to go top three chains right okay so you got your wendy's your hardy's your rallies well People, if you listen to the West Coast, I'm sorry, oh, we don't West know about Canada.
1: that. Uh, In and Out Burger, we haven't been. We there. We've
0: we never been there. Been uh, there. So McDonald's, Burger King. Uh, we'll, we'll just get into it. So, some
1: some that you can go so ten minutes down the road and get a burger. Yeah, rather than having yeah. to travel an hour. From.
0: So, like my number three would be the Double Whopper from Burger King. Double Whopper. It's I'm fat. I got to go double Whopper.
1: <laughs> Not single Whopper, double Whopper. Double Whopper. Okay. All right. I, so I took it as just plain old cheeseburger, nothing, uh, beef,
0: No, 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 bun, no, like a burger. Cheese. Just a burger.
1: Okay. Whatever well, that's, burger. that's how I judge who's got the best burger. I don't want to be blinded by the glitz and the glamour. Uh, uh, we put this sauce on there. it uh, Oh, I know. All right. <laughs> so, my number three, I've only had it a couple times because it's relatively new to Northeast Ohio. I had it in Chicago one time and knocked my socks off. And when I came here, yeah, I made a special trip to go get me some culvers. If you haven't had it, go check it out. I personally go to the one in Macedonia once in a while. Don't tell my wife that I stopped there. <laughs> have first dinner there. <laughs> so. Hold
0: on, hold on. Did you just say first dinner? First
1: dinner. First, first dinner. First dinner. Thank you, Culvers. Get a little uh cheese curd on the side too, and you'll be doing it right. And make sure you clean out your car before you go home though.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. Alright, so my number two is you can't go wrong with a Wendy's classic cheeseburger. Mm-hmm. Whether it be a double or a single or more with bacon on it. Mm-hmm. Their burgers are phenomenal. And I love them.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. Good choice. Um, I'm going to go with one that I don't see very often around um, you know, where I'm at. But I will make a special trip down 480. Instead of going 271, I'll go 480 to 71 or 77. And I'll make a special trip to rallies because... That's where it's at. I mean, I I don't treat myself to it a whole lot, but when I'm in the mood for a rally burger, I get me a rally burger.
0: You just stole my number one. Oh, really? You stole my number one. Really? All right, rallies and checkers, Big Buford. Give it to me, baby. Okay. I love rallies. (laughs) Their French fries, their burgers, oh On that, rallies is the shit. <laughs> oh, I can't believe you stole my number one. Is it so eggs? since you stole my number one, I got to pick another one, right? No, no,
1: no, no, no. You a, a, unless you want to shout out somebody else. Well, I,
0: I also got to shout out, you know, the Big Mac from uh, McDonald's because Snoozin', like snoozing, snoozing over you, here. You can snooze all you want. Nineteen fifties burger. The Grand Mac is delicious, especially if you add bacon. And other stuff to it, Big Bri.
1: Okay, okay, well, yeah, I mean, you can add all you want to it, but... Uh, <laughs> so, uh, a plain old cheeseburger is what I'm going by. I'm not going to, like I said, I'm not going to get distracted by all the other toppings that they put on there. So, burger, bun, cheese, who's got the best? I stole your number one, you also stole my number one, because I'm going Wendy's. I mean, that's just, that's the oh, bottom line. Yeah. Because high quality beef.
0: So, we got to finish off the show with our trivia question. Yep. Brian asked me
1: the top 3, not the okay, so not the top 3. We're looking at the top 5 uh running backs. Uh-huh. Yard per carry. Uh-huh. So, every time they touch the ball, how far are they get. Okay. Uh-huh. Top 5 running backs for the Browns. Nope.
0: Three of the Browns.
1: For the entire league, the entire NFL, the history of the NFL.
0: But three of them. Top Browns.
1: five. Three of them
0: the are Browns. from your
1: own Cleveland Browns. All right. Let, 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 me, let me get my
0: first guess out because he is the greatest legend ever. Is Jim Brown one of them?
1: Layup. Layup. Lay Jim up. Brown. Absolutely. He is number, let's see, number three all time with a five. Point two yard per rush.
0: All right, so now i got to put my thinking cap on here. Oh, it's going to be hard. But is any combination of the back and binder combination? Are they on the list? No, sir. No, sir. So no back and binder. All right. Uh, can we give Decades. Can you give me hints with decades?
1: I can give you a decade. Uh-huh. But that would probably give it away.
0: Would I know this person?
1: Oh, absolutely. All right, here's your here's your clue. Not to give it away. Jim Brown's a Hall of Famer. Uh-huh. Another one of these guys is a Hall of Famer. You're killing me. He, he is the number one running back. Yard per carry. Really? Number one.
0: Why am I so... Uh, you I gotta keep... go
1: back, son. I gotta go all the way You gotta back? go back, son.
0: Lou Groza was a putter. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Is that how far back I gotta go? Well, uh, kind of. Wow, uh, really? You might need a running back, but not an offensive tackle.
0: Uh, Lou Groza was not an off... yeah, he... offensive
1: tackle kicker.
0: Well, he's still a kicker.
1: How do you... Yeah. All right,
0: let's go to number three. I'll come back to number two.
1: Okay, number three. little hit. You're very familiar with him. Peyton Hillis. We've, we've already discussed him at length. Jerome Harrison. On this episode. Maurice Claret. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, there you go. I just gave you perfect alley. You, you dunk it home. Yeah, Maurice Claret. No. <laughs> Cleveland Brown. <laughs> Do you hear my dog? Yep. In the back, right? Yeah, she's, excited, yeah, for this she's guy. excited. She got a little chubby. Yeah, <laughs>
0: no, you It's the... hey, Chubb. There you all go. Right. So, Chubb. Nick, right.
1: Chubb. Nick Chubb has a 5.1 yard per carry, which puts him tied at fourth with Mercury Morris.
0: All right, so and I don't so know. He's, he's
1: already an all time great. You know, with. The offensive line, that's why, big things, number 71. I'll say it again. Give me a break. All right. All
0: right. All right. I'm sorry. Yep. You know, we were talking to okay. Luis for the longest time. Mm-hmm. So, all right. I am drawing a blank on the last one. And I'm sorry. I just. I,
1: Hall of Fame running back.
0: I'm fat and I am <laughs> not thinking right.
1: That is not a proper excuse.
0: Well, it sounds uh, like it.
1: From the 40s. Maybe the 50s. Really? 40 to 40s to 50s. Okay? Here,
0: here, let me call
1: that great, 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 uh-huh. great, grandfather. Really? You, and let's go you know there. this name. Really? Hall of Fame running back, you know this name.
0: Huffleup Cassidy.
1: Marion. Nope. Marion Motley. Nope. You've never heard of Marion nope. Motley. You're doing a Browns podcast. My goodness. I'm sorry. Number one at 5.7 yards per carry. The highest rush per er, yard per rush, and
0: it is not just in Brown's podcast. Dick. (laughs)
1: Marion Motley, Marion Motley, Marion Motley. I'm sorry, I don't go back to the number seventy six. Number seventy six. Technically a fullback. He's technically an offensive lineman. Stud. Is he Refrigerator Perry? He's a stud. Is that what we're
0: doing here? <laughs> All right. So, I hope you guys have more fun with this episode than the others. And I hope you stuck around with us. Once again, we want to thank our military and our first responders during this pandemic. We cannot thank you enough for the sacrifices you have made for us. And we appreciate everything you do. We really do. So, being uncorked and unloaded. We are out. I am that big guy. And over to my left is that big bri. brah. Wow. I I said it right this time. (laughs) So say goodbye.
1: God bless y'all. Thank you for listening. All right. We're out.